Good morning, friends, and welcome to Hamburg Lore, the show where we explore the weird characters and history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm Nate tonight. <laughs> well, we're recording this at 5 p.m. I guess that's tonight. Okay, anyway, uh, today we're good bo- joined by our good, good pal, Morgan Highslip. Hi, Morgan. How are you, bud? Oh, hi, guys. Um, I'm here. I'm recording a podcast for probably the first time since December. What's up? <laughs> You remember how to talk, and you remember microphones. It's fine. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, you know. he's one of these fuckers before. <laughs> these fuckers. Well, uh, I got a question for you, Morgan, here. It's yeah, very what's important. Up? What's your favorite fast food item? Oh, shit. You know, I told myself to start thinking about this a week ago. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, okay, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. I think um, I could fuck up a double quarter pounder with cheese. Any Hell day, yeah. Any day of the week uh, and on God's Sunday. If you <laughs> It's a thick boy, and you want it all the time. I do. I understand. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know what it is about that fucking burger, but like, mm. anytime I just like have a slight thought about like I want to eat trash, yeah. I'm just like, oh, that really would hit the spot, wouldn't I'm it? I'm gonna eat some trash, and I hope oh, that all of the oh. seasoning is like weirdly in one place. Oh, <laughs> oh god, yeah. I love, the, I love to bite into it and get that one clump of salt and pepper. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then nothing else. <laughs> You're the wet uh, bottom bun, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> God damn it. Well, speaking of the double quarter pounder with cheese. Um, I don't know what you're going to do your report on. I'd like to start with, with these couple of sentences. <laughs> they say that we only use 10% of our brains. Lucy. <laughs> and of the five senses... The olfactory sense, or smell, is weakest in birds, with an exception for a few birds of prey. Now, what were to happen if there was some stimuli that could unlock one's potential to use 100% of your brain? Nate is dead right now. I'm dead now because you're wearing you're wearing the shirt. Toucan (laughs) Sam was introduced in 1963 as the mascot for Fruit Loop cereal. I am actually wearing a Fruit Loop shirt. Uh, He has the ability, which is something that no bird can do. He has the ability of very like speak. Well, okay. Uh, Excuse you. There's parrots. Fucker. <laughs> There's parrots. Fucker is the subtitle of this show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're unhinged today, dude. Yeah, no shit. Uh, so Toucan Sam has an incredibly strong sense of smell. That's kind of like his main characteristic. Uh, he has the ability to detect Fruit Loops through this strong sense of smell, like over long, long distances and is able to like pinpoint it down to like where the fuck it is at all um even if it's like just sitting in a fuck it's just like an actual like porcelain bowl filled with milk and has the cereal in it and has like the fucking weird like commercial quote balanced breakfast that is the orange the glass of milk there's the toast with the square of butter on it and shit yeah the toast yeah 
Um, and all of that is just sitting on like a fucking tree trunk <laughs> in the middle of a jungle. So, Morgan, I, I ask this a lot of the time when it comes up, but have you ever in your fucking life had a complete balanced breakfast? No. <laughs> like, I have cereal and a glass of milk and an orange juice. And, like, and an orange. Yeah, no, it's, it's a partial balanced breakfast at best. Yeah. I only eat imbalanced meals. <laughs> they actually do have a joke in a Fruit Loops commercial where they're like on a boat and they they try to eat the breakfast on like one side of the boat and it like starts to tip over and they go to the middle and they're like talk about a balanced breakfast. And I I'm remember like, okay, that. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, so while while Toucan Sam is recovering the bowl, he procl- he proclaims the following: Follow your nose. It always knows followed occasionally by the flavor of fruit wherever it grows. Uh, so that's kind of like a very broad overview of Fruit Loops grow on trees is what you're saying. Mm. <laughs> so the original commercials were, uh, they're unsettling. Um, they're all in black and white. And uh, oh, he was just like a, a talking toucan. Like, you know how like uh, the the kind of the, the one that at least, you know, like people our age grew up with. So like kind of like the, the early 2000s one, uh, he kind of sounds like a fucking like every character from the mummy or he sounds like every like explorer that's British going off into the wilderness and like find some treasure or shit. Like he has that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say that he sounds like a butler. But yeah, yeah that's he, he kind of does. That's, yeah. that's just British. <laughs> uh, so uh, the original Toucan Sam was just like a just a fucking black and white toucan that was just talking about the cereal. And it had like an American accent and it was actually voice acted by Mel Blanc, who's fucking Bugs Bunny. Oh, who is like oh. arguably maybe the most famous voice actor and <laughs> sentence. Um, yeah, and and they went with someone else. <laughs> it's probably a money thing. I think it, wait, pr- wait, it had to have been uh, at that uh, point. Toucan Sam, just the fucking bird version of uh, that, the dad from the Wild Thornberrys. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Nigel Thornberry just is Toucan. Yeah, he's got the fucking long nose and everything. Oh shit! shit. He was never yes. he was never doing whatever he was supposed to be doing on that show. He was looking for Fruit Loops the entire time, dragging his yeah. family and a monkey across the Serengeti for some fucking loops dude yeah dude <laughs> well let's get into why fruit loops why so sam would talk and sing about how delicious kellogg's fruit loops uh, are and you know how good they are and how good they smelled and how they're part of a balanced breakfast um but like half of the words in these original commercials were in pig latin for no reason I'm sorry. Like, like, yeah. Pardon. They straight up like that was kind of their like shtick for their advertising campaigns was, hey, they're going to be in pig Latin. That's funny, right? I'm like, nah, this is fucking terrifying, dude. We don't want these kids to know shit. Oopfray, oopsley. <laughs> they say that a lot, dude. Why? I don't Why? know, but it gets more terrifying. So they have the box of the cereal. And uh, he just takes like a like it, he, he's able to smell it. He, he takes the smell of the cereal and he starts levitating. Been there. He passes it <laughs> to uh, one of the baby toucans next to him, which are literally just like tiny toucans and like a fucking baby bonnet. 
Um, <laughs> and one of them sniffs it and they start levitating. Later on in the commercial, two human children smell the boxes of Fruit Loops and they begin levitating. What the fuck are Fruit Loops? <laughs> the end. So, so what I can kind of gather from watching this commercial is that the Fruit Loops themselves, like they are some sort of like magical relic or artifact. Yeah. And maybe the Pig Latin was the thing that just fucking activated him Ooh. or something. Like he accidentally did an incantation in the middle of a cereal commercial. Some open sesame shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like a lot of the earlier like black and white commercials are very similar to that. But as we get into the more modern era, Toucan Sam changed. Um, his voice changed. Uh, you know, he, he, he changed like the different style of voice that he spoke with. Uh, the, uh, the babies in the original commercial, they grew up a little bit. Um, but his sense of smell lingered. It never went away. Like almost him being so close to, you know, the, the, the artifact as it was activated changed him like maybe on a genetic level. He was um, tinged. He was joined uh, for his for uh, his uh, I'm going to call it like the modern era. There's a new Toucan Sam that I'll talk about a little bit later, but what? it's not super important. It's not like super important as far as the tale of the loops. Um, <laughs> but he was joined by his three nephews. Uh, their names are Pewee, Susie and Louie. Um, and it's yeah. Now. All right. <laughs> yep, yeah. Just. I'll just let y'all unpack that for a second. Get a DMCA takedown for fucking Disney, dude. Yeah, it's straight up DuckTales, like 100%. trouble for that. <laughs> Fruit Loops, woo! <laughs> That's oh, just what Jesus. that is, dude. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. God. Like, he's literally their uncle, and they just mm -hmm. go on adventures across the world. It's, it's fucking DuckTales. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't know how much money he has or how old he is, but fucking whatever um so you know joined by his nephews uh they would just explore the globe you know trying to find meaning from these new sensations because these kids could smell it too um i don't know about the third one i'm just kind of assuming that the two babies that were in that original commercial were you know the two that grew up louis can't fucking smell <laughs> louis, yeah. louis, yeah. louis yeah. just like i'm just going with them he's just he's just along for the ride you know uh, <laughs> he's the one with the driver's license of the four of them and that's so, why they have him so along 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 their journey to find a meaning in all of this uh things things quickly became complicated they were never as simple as you wanted it to be or expected it to be uh enemies appeared before him many, many times throughout the years, trying to get the power of the loops for themselves. <laughs> the first was the maniacal Dr. Peacock, a maniacal scientist that stole the color from Toucan Sam's body with a, with a specially designed almost a death ray thing that he shot out of a volcano and it traveled across, I don't know fucking how far, uh, <laughs> into Sam's home and stole the color from both him and his own personal box of Fruit Loops. Uh, I, I'm having a hard time yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just the one box? It's just the one that he had. Just the one that was like in his hands at the time. He like tried to shield himself 
whenever the whenever he saw the ray come through the window, he tried to shield himself. But since he was touching the box, whenever it lost its color, he also lost his color. Are Fruit Loops uh, radioactive? Maybe. <laughs> Fruit Loop 257 or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Um, fucking lead gloves. Fruit Looper with uh, Bruce Willis or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Good. I'm gonna be thinking about that for years, dude. Oh god, me too, and I don't want to be. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Toucan Sam and his nephews at this point, uh, they led an expedition to break into the doctor's volcano laboratory and they reversed the effect um, naturally. Uh, all they had to do was go over to the color ray and just flip it into the reverse switch that every cartoon villain has on all of their doomsday devices. Um, and that reversed the effect and it gave them their color back. Um, and instead it drained the color from Dr. Peacock. Oh no. Um, got a monochrome cock. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, don't uh, don't Google Fruit Looper because there is a there's a kind of caterpillar that eats uh, plants called a looper, and I don't like what I'm looking at. Yeah, um, I'm quit don't looking Google at it. Monochrome cock either. At which point, uh, once the the color was restored to uh, to uh, his body. Um, they decided to have mercy upon Dr. Peacock and they gave him a bowl of Fruit Loops from uh, Toucan Sam's personal supply, which restored the color in his body and everybody lived happily ever after. Um, there was a few lighter kind of excursions and battles here and there, but another one that I would like to highlight here um, was the notable foe known as the Nasty Alien Fruit Monster. There's always an alien. There's always my territory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Signs, loops by, by <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Fucking there's always an ant. There's always, always an, alien. Always, there's an al alien. <laughs> always an alien. Always a lighthouse. It's <laughs> um, so weird. So he was a creature that ventured to Earth in search of the, quote, ultimate fruit taste of the fruit loops. Uh he immediately, like, he is not fucking around when he gets to Earth. The first fucking thing he does is he just captures Sam. He's like, not today, motherfucker. He stabs uh, Louis. <laughs> he threatens his life if he does not receive Fruit Loops. Um, the nephews seeing this oblige, because, you know, obviously they want to save their uncle's life. Uh, and they uh, bring the monster to large bowls of Fruit Loops, and he immediately consumes them during the process of which, of course, Toucan Sam does escape. But the monster is not satisfied with the amount that he'd been given. Because he just ate Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the monster is not satisfied, and so what he does is he breaks in to Toucan Sam's home and steals his personal box of Fruit Loops and devours it all immediately. This is uh, the second time that he's had just like his yeah, family no. heirloom box of Fruit yeah. Loops. <laughs> yeah, an interesting thing happens here. Upon consuming that particular box, the, the creature changes. The creature changes from a, a green color to a yellow color. Uh, and he becomes a lot more friendly. He, he, he turns into like, he calms down a little bit, you know? Um, and thus 
the alien berry fruit loops were created, presumably by the mixing of the flesh of the monster with the sacred rings themselves. <laughs> the sacred rings! Surround <laughs> some Sonic the Hedgehog shit now. There are many, many explorations of Toucan Sam after his, quote, awakening. Um, but, you know, many center around his protection of these sacred relics. It's completely impossible to really put into words what powers these contain because they do so much and we just have not had time to study them. But uh, if you do want to podcast, yes, of course, of course. (laughs) But if you do want to find out for yourself, just remember, follow your nose. It always knows. Another fun Thank fact, you, uh, Toucan <laughs> Sam uh, recently went through an update that made a lot of people mad uh, in terms of like visual style. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll dump a picture here in our channel, um, but it uh, shifted to like a very like Cal art style of animation. Oh, no. Like it it the, just the enemy of Twitter people. <laughs> it just straight up looks like a fucking character from Steven Universe, which, you know, fucking whatever. Like, I don't care. Um, oh. but, uh, oh. the, the thing that bothers me a lot about it is that's a human mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's teeth. Oh, like that. That's teeth, man. Yeah. <laughs> he got teeth. Yeah. Like, like the <laughs> other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. I think the design's fine. Like it's, it, it looks nice, like cool, whatever. Like I just have a problem with this. Cause like this, this fucker got this, that, that ain't, that, that ain't a pretty mouth. Uh. <laughs> um, do birds even have noses? They have nostrils, uh, so but do they, here's, they don't have noses. So they like it, it's it depends on the bird. Um since you know they have like evolved to like like literally smell is at like the bottom of their senses in terms of effectiveness. Yeah, birds um, are they, really good at seeing things, not they, they could, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so they like some of them have like very small nostrils. Um there's that myth that if you like touch a baby bird, it'll smell the human scent on you. That's complete bullshit. Um unless it's like a bird of prey, but also they use their sense of smell to stay alive. So like that's <laughs> entirely like a necessary thing. Yeah. Um but yeah, they like this, th- these fucking commercials have this dumbass bird smelling with his mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the fucking beak is a beak. <laughs> the thing that always got me, I talked about this a while ago, but like there was like almost like a fucking MCU progression of these commercials where one would sort of lead into the other. And once I sort of picked up on that as a kid, I was like. Oh my God! There's a st- there's a story here. <laughs> totally forgetting the fact that it was about like we have purple ones now or whatever yeah. was, was the plot. And that, every that's single commercial for Fruit Loops that I watched literally was just some like fucking bullshit way to introduce a new flavor. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Is there also pig Latin on the Fruit Loops? Nah. Do we uh, we know of <laughs> on the inside when you expose it to flame? Is, yeah. is the pig Latin what activates the radioactivity mm, of these okay. fucking Fruit Loops? These fucking circles. <laughs> fucking Frodo holding a Fruit Loop up to the flame <laughs> and it just reveals on the side like oot fray ooplay. Ah. Fuck, Gandalf is like, where did you get that loop? <laughs> I had to, I, I had to like weirdly be careful with how I was writing like this story, because I'm like, okay, well, 
he 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 didn't used to be able to smell, but now he can smell and also talk apparently after being like exposed to the power of the loops and he's like this like sacred protector of it. Oh fuck, I just wrote destiny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, the fucking the, the fruit loop traveler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude, don't. Is Toucan Sam the fucking traveler? Yeah. No. Yeah. The fruit loops are. Oh it's my not God. it's not fruit F R U I T either. It's F R O O T. Yeah. Yeah. And that's scary. And here's the here's the thing that is like that really took me back like took me like by surprise here the the alien that showed up his name is nasty alien fruit monster and it is f-r-o-o-t so like what the fuck do they know on that other planet he's taking it back like maybe the reason that those alien berry fruit loops happened is because maybe these fruit loops just fucking showed up on planet earth he came back to reclaim that shit because maybe it was his people's and that's why his body was compatible with the loops themselves compatible i fruit loops are like the evolution of like fruit as we know it now and then we had to call it something yeah. else yeah it's the <laughs> some xenon girl of the 21st century shit <laughs> it's fucking, fucking, this, is, this isn't fruit this is fruit yeah this like is, the aliens fucking planted it here so that we can evolve or whatever yeah like this a is, little bit faster this is uh this is absolutely just fucking like fruit soylent yeah absolutely <laughs> okay uh, yeah i have a question yeah I saw here in in the Google search when I was looking for Fruit Loops, mm-hmm. there is a and just give me your visceral reaction as mm-hmm. soon as you can think of one, mm-hmm. a yes or no, Fruit Loops with marshmallows. Mm, uh, yeah, <laughs> See, it's yeah. not I enthusiastic mean, either way. Yeah. It's like yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't kick it out of bed. Is basically I mean the, like reaction I've had like tricks before, dog. <laughs> like to be completely honest, like I'm kind of that way with like any cereal. You know, uh-huh. like I yeah. used to be a lot more excited about that shit when I was a kid. But like, I don't know if you put that down in front of me, like I, I have a fucking box of Lucky Charms literally sitting behind me right now. <laughs> I have not eaten a single thing of that. I just got it for the Pokemon cards. So. <laughs> There's also like tropical Fruit Loops, mermaid Fruit Loops. What I'm going to be real with you, Nathan. They all taste the exact fucking same. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. There is no difference birthday cake i i should i should hope tastes different <laughs> there was one that i watched it was like oh we've got the regular fruit loops but also these like weird like milky looking ones and it's fruit loops and smoothie i'm like okay there's already milk. like there's already milk you yeah need there's yeah. already Dairy. milk Come yeah on, <laughs> kellogg's what the fuck you doing in our channel i'm posting a jpeg of fruit oh. loops pizza yeah and- <laughs> okay. Um, and I did find a Fruit Looper uh, poster <laughs> also. Good, good, good. Um, very good. I like that there was like, no, he is a relic hunter, this bird. <laughs> and the relic is cereal. <laughs> because I, I, I was watching these commercials and I think I, I, I should have probably started watching them chronologically instead of just like skipping around to ones that were just on like highlights on YouTube. Uh, and like it, it does straight up seem it's like, OK, you're just like fucking Indiana Jones or like Nathan Drake or fucking whatever. And you're going and stealing all these relics. But no, it's like he's learning about them and discovering how the lands have been touched by the loop. Touched by the loop. Yeah. I just want everyone to know touched that Nate and loop. I had the same visceral reaction. Yeah. Whatever. That we found Cam's the mouth. <laughs> We found the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Touched by the loop. You just like, you both just like backed away and it was like. <gasps> <gasps> and you catch our breath. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Holy well, fuck. Uh, this is not busted. Speaking speaking of catching our breath, uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with uh, Nate's report. So uh, we'll be right back. All right, we are back. Nate, hit me with what you got, baby. I've got, this is my third attempted report today. I tried to do one on Mountain Dew. There's nothing on Mountain Dew. I tried to do one on Mac tonight. Turns out the alt-right took Mac tonight, and I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, Google that on your own free time and get depressed. But I found something, and I, I, I was able to latch onto something that is uh, quite quite me uh great <laughs> after, can't after, wait after I love it, it. so <clears throat> four billion years ago <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> okay <laughs> starting off very strong here oh, God. four billion years ago the first forms of life were forming in a global ocean that was filled with sulfur these life forms such as algae and other variations thrived in this environment and contributed to the environment that we now thrive in today, billions of years later. Life does exist elsewhere in the universe. It's borderline idiotic to assume that in the vastness of the universe, no other life form exists, right? So is life an inevitability on most planets or a chance encounter with a statistical anomaly? Hey, uh, Morgan, do you, uh, do you believe in aliens? Hey, I got a lot of, I got a lot of thoughts about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that actually while I was writing uh, this. Transparency for everybody that's not just me and Morgan right now. Um, Morgan is in town and just recording upstairs at uh, my neighbor's apartment. And uh, Morgan, anytime they meet somebody, they just in the middle of a conversation be like, hey, you think aliens are real? What y'all think about the Nordic whites? Just out of nowhere. It's so fucking funny. I look anyway. Everyone in the eye, like, do you believe in aliens? And it's always a good answer. Yeah. It's always a good answer. I was gonna ask, but then like I was like, the answer is I think yes for both of you, or yeah, like totally. Oh, or at yeah. minimum, probably. <laughs> for, yeah. For right. Him. Yeah. So oh, so how does life end up on these planets? Um, is it a matter of time or a matter of influence? It is commonly believed that what is now our moon was another celestial body that collided with a primordial molten Earth billions of years ago, and that moon could have been carrying with it frozen water that cooled the Earth and jump-started life on this planet. But where did the moon come from? Where did it get its water? Mm. Why Earth? Was it a simple celestial freak accident that led to me typing on my phone at 1.38 p.m.? Could it be that the universe <laughs> and all of its celestial bodies are but the heavenly garden for a heavenly gardener whose moons are merely seeds to, well, seed life? Those that believe in intelligent design believe in not a biblical god, but a purposeful jump-starting of life by, as the name would suggest, an intelligent designer. If we are to believe those like Ben Stein, a real believer in this, if I may speak out of character, bullshit theory, <laughs> who, the, who, who then is that designer? Who is the gardener? Who is little Mikey? <laughs> That's right. The cat's out of the bag. And today I'm talking about little Mikey, the kid who likes the cereal called life. <laughs> you, you. Fuck you. <laughs> Also, I would just really like to point out here uh, that your report is also just destiny. 
uh, oh shit! They literally refer off. to the light and the traveler as the gardener. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Well, little Mikey is this—it's the season of little, little Mikey, Mikey today. Has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys know about the serial life? I. I ate it one time. Yeah, exactly. I tell you what it's like. It's some grandpa shit. Like it's yeah. Too, it's like it's. Fuck it, that. But <laughs> I will fuck up some raisin bran though. Like, but I always, even from like years ago, I was like, it's fucked up that that's just called life, yeah. right? <laughs> what do you having? I'm eating life. I'm eating life, and I was like, well, that's what the report's about. And uh, so, like, <laughs> if you're not familiar with the serial life, it's basically checks with smaller holes, I guess. It would be easy to call life the life serial boring. But honestly, if you look at serials like Frosted Flakes with Lucky Charms on it, and I do look at it, anything will be boring by comparison to the frankly insane amounts of sugar and unnatural dyes and all that kind of shit that we're used to feeding our young every day. Yeah, shout out to Fruit Loops. Shout out to Fruit Loops, a thing that tastes like insanity and is colored like insanity. Because <laughs> no fruit looks like that. So the question remains then, is life cereal boring just because it was invented in the 60s and this was the most exciting thing they could come up with at the time was a beige square? Or is it possible that there is a causal link between the collision of the moon with a primordial earth and these little square boys? <laughs> might be a little bit more philosophical than that <laughs> i think i think someone somewhere was like you know what's the meaning of life and then they made a cereal that tastes like shit <laughs> good. very good morgan if i had more time i was gonna go into like a big like like deep dive on like well life is shit and so it's this cardboard like, cereal cool, so i'm fucking sick your ceo is a nihilist type <laughs> <laughs> love that the practical joke cereal life. You, you at least fucking frost this shit or something, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's life, and then there's there's the cinnamon coated life, which is just called marriage. Bring her home. <laughs> I fucking hate this show. <laughs> The, the, the chocolate covered one, child rearing. Um, oh, God. Fucking okay. Jesus Christ. So that's very funny, though. <laughs> Who is. Little Mikey anyway, though. So the life commercials start with Little Mikey um, in them, and it's it, it was like one of the longest-running unchanged commercials back in the day. It was kind of like the like the Campbell's Soup, like, melting mm -hmm. uh, snowman commercials yeah. that is just like, how fucking old is this shit? Hey, I just, I, just uh, I don't know if that's something that we're going to write a full report on, but I would just like to point out that the kid that is in that snowman in that commercial, he's fucking dead. He did not survive that Wait. shit. Like, <laughs> unironically, we talked about we this did. already this weekend. We did. <laughs> this is this is real life for Cam. That fucking dollar menu Jack Frost motherfucker in the Campbell Soup commercial. There's no way that kid fucking survived. He's dead as fuck. As as a small like diversion, like. It always fucked me up. It's like, wait, he melts, but his hands were sticks, and now they're not sticks. What happened? <laughs> because he is on the river sticks. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. So, okay, maybe I will look, do a report about look this. Look forward to that next time or, or some other time, because there's a lot there. I could have done that one today, too, because there's, there's like some little uh, Campbell's elves, too. Anyway, um, so, so these commercials, like, they were running from the late 60s to the early 90s without being changed. Um, 
completely wild. These commercials were remembered by absolutely no one but your parents and probably offhandedly said whenever you liked food or something like that. Like, I remember my parents being like, hey, Mikey, he likes it whenever I liked a food or something. Fucking <laughs> advertising. Um, the commercials for Life Cereal were really simple. It was just like a picky kid named Little Mikey that didn't like any food whatsoever until he was fed some fucking grain squares called Life. Um... There's a metaphor in there somewhere, but I think Morgan got to it. <laughs> so Mikey enjoyed the cereal and his siblings exclaimed, hey, Mikey, he likes it. I, I think that if you pulled every single person living or dead on the face of the planet, you would not find a single person that would look at the box of life cereal and be like, this one's my favorite. These are my guys right here in this no. box. So no. <laughs> so to like. Like, some people get it from time to time, right? Like, that's totally fine. Some people, in, like, enjoy non-sugar-coated cereals, but it's... I don't think anybody's just like, Oh, fuck, you know what I can go for? Big bowl of life. Nobody's, nobody's mm. like that. Like, walks up to their, like, their partner or their roommate, scratching their arm. <laughs> it's like, we gotta go to the fucking Life is store. a gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> life is a highway. I'm high on, I'm high on life, literally. <laughs> Don't I know? Jesus Christ. Um, so, <laughs> so to summarize the commercials, the pitch was, what if a picky kid liked it? Great. Little Mikey didn't vom immediately Be after having some squares in because his Because that's the fucking, like, cereal equivalent of plain chicken tenders and fries. It's like, unsalted crackers. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> like, plain it chicken tenders. the plainest shit of all time. I love eating hay as just as much as anybody else. Like, this is, life, I'm not, I'm not eating life. Life is just cinnamon toast crunch for cops. <laughs> Ooh, that's a powerful sentiment. Thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, like, fucking stop the presses. This kid didn't vomit after he had a beige square. Great, cool. <laughs> Me um, too, kid. Uh, yeah, I love the setup of old commercials like this because it's basically no reason why the cereal is there in the first place, mm -hmm. why the two children are arguing over who needs to eat it, like, did their parents make this for them and run away, and then they're arguing over who has to eat it? Do they even have parents? Are they even brothers? Why are they being made to eat it? Why is little Mikey there in the first place? Wait a minute. Why is little Mikey there? Mm. Why is it that little Mikey likes the cereal so much? To answer this question, we could talk to the actor that portrayed little Mikey in these commercials, John Gilchrist, or that is to say we could have asked him, the actor that portrayed little Mikey in these commercials has gone on record as saying he has no memory whatsoever of being in these oh commercials. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is some Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, oh no. Oh, so, shit. Yet here he is in these commercials enjoying life the way I wish I could. I <laughs> oh, do believe God. in aliens now. <laughs> exactly. You best start <laughs> believing in aliens. I've been saying. You best start believing in aliens. You're in one is literally the point of this. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... So it could be that John was not even four when he's being placed in front of lights and cameras and told to wordlessly eat some probably soggy bland cereal. I say nay to this fact. <laughs> Thanks, Nate, for writing that. In fact, I say when, Nate. <laughs> in fact, when translated from Welsh, Gilchrist translates to the Eclipse Christ. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Cam is having a crisis. How is this one the most Nate shit? I know, I know. Of I like, everyone you've ever done, I this was is like, the most Nathan Brandt. I was like, oh, his name is like John Gilchrist. I could make some kind of like biblical, bl- yeah. biblical Christ and John the Baptist thing. But then I was like, what is like Gilchrist? And I like popped it. And it, also, do not at me if I'm wrong. It makes it a worse story <laughs> otherwise. But I, I did Google uh, Translate and I just put in the word Gil and it was like, oh, did you mean from Welsh? And I was like, fucking sure, bud. And it was like, Gil, Eclipse. And I was like, done. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I thought Gilchrist was going to immediately go into Fish Jesus or no, something. No, 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 no. We did Fish I Jesus did. last time. Okay, cool. <laughs> so... An eclipse is an obstruction of the moon. It was there the whole time, everyone. (laughs) So if I may connect these red strings on these disparate elements, the moon, the origin of life, the lapse in memory of the actor that played little Mikey, what does it all mean? (laughs) I posit today that little Mikey is but a mantle that is passed along like the spirit of vengeance from entity to entity across the universe in order to consume life. The, hey, Mikey uttered by little Mikey's compatriots can now be seen as darker than originally perceived because little Mikey is not on screen when this line is said. So it looks like mm. they're concerned because <laughs> like he had a, he had a oh, bite of the no. cereal and immediately promptly passed out <laughs> because the spirit <laughs> left him. <laughs> and that's when the alien took over. <laughs> the alien left him. He was like, he was, he, the, okay, I, I'm, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Um, so what I surmise is that this is a reaction of the childhood friends of a parentless wonderkind. Why did I call him a wonderkind? <laughs> who has supped of the bland squares and whose soul has left him in order to seek life elsewhere. This transient spirit exists to plant life on spirits via the moon seeds. <laughs> it could be that life cereal exists in such a simple form because it's cheap to make, it's old, and people want less sugar or more simple cereals, whatever. A simple answer to a simple question, right? Wrong. The simpler answer underneath the surface is that life cereal is the perfect crystallization of what life can create after evolving, as it involves the evolution of single-celled organisms into both plant matter and living beings that are able to harvest the plant matter and construct the lattice structure that life exists in, not unlike the double helix structure of DNA itself. The building blocks of what? Life. <laughs> Morgan's about to fucking die. <laughs> Every time Nate says one more word, I'm just, I have to take it in. It, I don't have any other option. I don't have anything to say. I'm so overloaded with fucking information. They right said now. double helix, and you saw God. I, Which I God? I feel God in Kansas City right now. So, God so what is life? Well, life is life itself. And who is little Mikey? Little Mikey is just the observing spirit of the gardening entity in the universe who is not an intelligent designer. He is not a god. He's just little Mikey, and he just likes it. This concludes all known lore on little Mikey, the life-eating god, (laughs) the life-eating gardener of the universe. You know, maybe it's a coincidence that if you rearrange the letters of little Mikey, you get milky tit eel. Hey Cam, hey Cam, hey, Cam. Yeah, real quick. hey uh, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Oh man. 
and I thought I was doing some crazy shit when I was just like, oh, let me translate his name from Welsh. And you're just like, let me rearrange the fucking milky tit letters. Oh my God. Um, oh, I'm going to die. Wow. Uh, very good. Um, so shout out to, uh, shout out to little the Mikey. Milky tit eel. Yeah. Shout out to the milky tit eel himself. Little Mikey. Who is a spirit that just plants the seeds of life mm-hmm. and then comes in to observe once we have created. It's like um, some people say that the game Tetris is like an inevitability where mm-hmm. like it's so like culturally and like it, it's it's blank of all implications. Right. So mm-hmm. like Tetris probably exists on other planets. Right. And so what I'm saying is that the life serial is so simple in execution that it probably exists on every mm. like civilized world. And this this being little Mikey is just going from planet to planet and making sure that life is life and life is there. Um, I'm I'm currently workshopping in my head a new version of like Mike, uh, where instead of life putting Mike. on shoes, they become Michael Jordan. They just there are aliens jumping into a child's body in a film commercial. <laughs> When I read the thing that it was just like, honestly, I don't remember doing those commercials. And I was like, hold the fucking phone, dude. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, Nate, thank you so much for uh, that uh, that report on those Nathan Brand squares. Um, Wow. I just really wanted to get that joke in there. Wow. Hey, Morgan. Hey, what's up? Thanks for being here, bud. Uh, where, hey, thanks, thanks for having me. Where can uh, people find you on the uh, the Interscape? If they go to Netscape Navigator, where can they point their browser? Point their um, browser! You go to Nes- Netscape.com forward slash bong soup. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at Morgul. That's M-O-R-G-A-U-L. Don't ask. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, everybody. The well, for, if you... the words for kill me are in Little Mikey, also. <laughs> <laughs> On purpose. Some fucking Tom Riddle shit. Okay. If you've made it this far, thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you want to support our silly shows, subscribing on whatever platform you're on and leaving us a rating would really, really help us out as well. If you liked whatever the hell that this ended up being, check out the rest of the stuff we do it at some good shows on Twitter or some good shows.biz where uh, actually uh, real quick. Hold on. Uh, oh, I'm getting late, late breaking news. Uh, the biz does, in fact, stand for business for the final time. Uh, <laughs> you just might like those shows, too. Our show art and music is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at, at Cavity Crew. Please go hire them for whatever you need. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Camdy Man. And you can find me on Twitter at at Victory Position. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And remember, everybody asks where's the beef, but not how is the beef. <laughs> <laughs>